Today's show is brought to you by North by North. North by North is an outdoor apparel company that specializes in versatile merino wool accessories that can be worn anytime, anywhere to help keep you comfortable regardless of the weather. Boasting anywhere from 25 to 100 plus ways to wear and use, their lightweight products are some of the most versatile you can own and can replace several items in your pack to help you save weight. Besides their incredible versatility, each product harnesses the amazing properties of merino wool to help keep you warm when it's cool, cool when it's warm, dry, comfortable, and protected from sun and insects. North by North uses only the finest merino wool fabric, which is ethically and sustainably sourced from Australia. All of their products are made from 100% merino wool. Started by an avid ultralight backpacker after the repeated failings of other commercially available neck gaiters, North by North products are trusted by thru-hikers everywhere, from the deserts of the PCT to the snow-capped white mountains on the AT. If your neck gaiter or bandana is leaving you wanting more, then check out their line of quality merino wool products at northbynorth.co. That's northxnorth.co. That's co, not .com, because .co is more ultralight. Listeners of Trail Correspondence can score an exclusive 10% discount by using coupon code TREK10 at checkout. That's TREK, the number 10, at checkout. Okay, to the show. How about on the count of three, we both say our biggest gear regret at the same time? <laughs> All right, one, two, three, shoes. shoes. <laughs> oh, God, shoes. Correspondence presented by the Trek. Gear. For some people, it's their favorite topic in the world. For others, it's a shoulder shrug and an eye roll. But whether you love or hate talking about it, there's no way around it. What you carry on your back plays a big role in how much you enjoy your hike. More precisely, getting it wrong the first time can be emotionally and financially draining. Today, our hikers share what they've sent home, what they've upgraded, really just an overall glimpse into their gear systems thus far. Today, we'll hear from our Group 2 hikers. This includes Karthika, Laura, Julie, Liam, Eric and Allison, our brother and sister duo, Angie, Dosu, and Sarah D. You could hear Group 1's thoughts on this subject in episode number 8. Here it is. Hello everyone, this is Kartike and Adendla, currently reporting from the Big Bear City. I'm over two weeks into my hike and now I found time to kick back, take a zero here and talk about the gear. Yeah, the most interesting and fascinating concept among the true hikers. You know, there's a funny joke which says probably through hiking is the only sport where men with the smallest and the lightest gear take a lot of pride in it. And I kid you not, it's actually true, which is, I find it really hilarious. So coming to myself, I spent nearly two to three months researching a lot of gear, I mean, different gear items that I'm going to carry uh, along with me on the trail. And I spoke with a lot of people online in the Facebook group and with few who have finished the trail before. And a really close friend of mine actually helped me to dial down the entire list and bring it down to 
13 pounds or something in the end. So the, let's do a premature evaluation on my gear list. So initially the big three, the sleeping system, I had a feathered friend's hummingbird sleeping bag with a Neo Air X-Lite Dharmarest sleeping pad, which is women's because I'm a cold sleeper. I prefer something warm. Then I got the Z-Pax Duplex tent and the Z-Pax Arc Blast backpack. So these four are literally the best purchases I've made in my, I won't say life, but I made further through hike that I'm doing right now and I have no regrets in them. Uh, the only thing was I purchased a Big Agnes air pillow and somehow I didn't really like it. I tried it for one week to 10 days, but I got this weird neck pain whenever I, it, it slipped down and I don't know, I couldn't find a proper position to sleep on it. So I just sent it back home. That was the only gear item I sent back, but now I kind of regret sending it back. So I'm thinking to ship it back to myself again in Wrightwood, ask my friend to do it so I can try one more time and see if it's fixed because the neck pain is actually worse without the pill. So I, apart from that, I really don't have any big regrets on my gear. The big four, like I said, you know, the Z-Packs backpack in the tent is perfect. I love it. The, my sleeping bag i don't like the quilts i tried a quilt it really didn't work out for me and i get really cold and especially this year it's actually cold out in the desert you guys so i prefer something which is reliable for myself you know a good night's sleep makes the hike next day way better so i stick with my these four items and apart from that i really don't have much on me you know my my cooking my cooking is like sort of windmaster stove which is perfect which is doing great so far i carry a small fuel canister with me and an ultralight aluminum ultralight titanium 0.9 liter ever new pot which is doing great i made a mistake with the pot actually on one morning i tried to cook the oatmeal I didn't know that the oatmeal is like instant, right? So I actually put the water, put the oatmeal in and put it on top of stove. And within like 30 seconds, the oatmeal was burnt on my pot. So I had to scrape it off, clean the whole thing in the next town. It was a little bit of a mess. And that's when I realized the pot is used only for boiling water and nothing else. That was a great lesson I learned. So, but I'm still using the same pot. I haven't changed anything there. So uh, most of the time I just bring water to running boiling temperature and then just take it off the stove and then cook the food in there and it's working perfectly well. I have no issues with that. Apart from that, on a windy night, uh, the Z-Pax duplex tent poles fell off me because it was my it was my mistake i actually didn't put the stakes really tight into the ground and the rocks that i need to be on the stake which weren't good as well and also i didn't knew that the the stakes needs to be at a certain angle looking opposite direction towards it against the tent so that was a mistake i learned that night and you know as as things keep going and you have more experience with the gear it'll get better so the one thing i haven't told now is i actually haven't looked at my gear before I started the hike I'm serious I'm not joking because I live in Canada and most of the gear that I purchased are American cottage industries like the American companies and every gear if I want to ship it to Canada I need to pay extra tax duties and like international shipping fees which actually would have costed me a lot more money so I decided to ship every single piece of gear to my 
cousin's place in California and I just flew flew to my cousin's place like four days before the hike and that's exactly when I actually got a glimpse of all the gear that I'd be carrying with me except the backpack backpack was the only item that I got it shipped to my place in Canada because I want to try it I want I never used a frameless backpack before and I've never used Z-Packs gear before so that was the first time so I wanted to get a feel of how it feels and it felt great so I was like I was like yeah I'm going with it uh, so you know like even though I haven't really looked at my gear until three days before the hike I have no regrets it's working well I'm on my 17th day right now did 266 miles so far and everything is it's awesome like nothing fall, fell apart on me like you know and e- even like even now I actually have a proper dialed in gear list with me so I don't think I want to change anything at all except like you know the pillow I might try the sea to summit ultralight pillow because I I heard that it has a good cushion on the top which is good for the for the head but apart from that I might not change anything else in my gear list oh sorry one thing I forgot to tell was my shoes I started the hike with new balance summit unknowns and they were fine until four or five days but after fifth day i got severe heel pain on both feet and it never stopped i thought it was only because okay i never hiked like this before in my life i'm doing something for the first time so it's probably my feet needs to get adjusted to it but as i kept going the heel pain got worse i'm actually carrying a small massage ball with me so i tried to massage every night before i go to bed even then it didn't work so i got a little bit worried but when i went to warner springs i saw the camper van the two foot adventures guys so i spoke with them and then they offered me to try the ultra timps and i've been used i changed it i changed my shoes sent back home and then i changed to the ultra timps and i've been using ultra timps until now and my feet are fine i have no issues at all so i think i'm going to stick with the ultra timps that was the uh, that was the other change that i have done uh and apart from that, I'm for the jackets, you know, I'm just uh, have a Patagonia Sun hoodie, my active layer. And on top of that, I have a Enlightened Equipment Torrid Apex jacket, which is working great. I'm not going to change that. And on top of that, I have the Frog Togs rain jacket, which is cheap and not so durable, but it works great for the rain. And even when it's cold, you can just put it on. And it's, since it's not breathable, you feel the warmth actually stays inside the jacket, which is perfect. That's all I have right now. I might add a fleece once I go to the Sierras, but that's a different story. I still got so many miles to do. So when it comes to thinking that if I want to do something different, I don't think I would have gotten something different than what I'm carrying right now. Because the gear that I'm carrying right now is actually perfect. It's like my base weight is currently at 15 pounds. And that's only because I've been carrying my camera, the Sony Alpha 6300, uh, along with a couple spare batteries, the battery charger, and a tripod as well. That's actually the heaviest in my entire gear list. But apart from that, um, nothing else that could be taken away from me in my gear. So like, I don't think I'm going to change anything. And if I go back to my pre-trail version of myself and advise one gear tweak, what would it be? I thought a lot about this, you know, like I really, really thought a lot about this. But when one gear tweak, I think instead of going with the Z-Pax Arc Blast, I would have actually gone with the Z-Pax Arc Haul because it's a little bit 
bigger larger and it carries 10 pounds more weight and it's more durable than the cpax r class and it's almost the same price like literally so i would have actually gone with the backpack instead and i feel more more spacious even though i'm not carrying a lot of stuff with me i'm envisioning myself in the future hikes you know I'm, i was even thinking like hey i could even use the z-packs for my mountaineering trips too so for that case instead of the r glass i would have gone with the r call that was the only tweak i would have done apart from that my rest of the sleeping gear is perfect. I have no issues with that. My layering system is perfect. I have no issues with that. You know, my jackets and everything. My sleep layer. I have the sleep layer too, which is a lightweight. All the Patagonia, the Capeline stuff. And I have an extra socks for the sleep, which is perfect. I got the Saks underwear, which is great. I have no chafing until now. It's perfect. And I got the Ininji socks, which is working great. I have no blisters until now. Like, touch wood. Nothing so far. So, it's, it's great. I have no issues with that. And the backpack is doing well. But yeah, I would only change the backpack and that's pretty much it. So with the entire gear set up, I'm really confident that I could go all the way to Kennedy Meadows without changing anything. But maybe, maybe I'll change my shoes in Kennedy Meadows because it's a really high snow year. I'm going to get some boots which actually fits with my micro crampons. Oh, the micro crampons. I haven't spoken about that. So on my way to... Big Bear City, I actually summited Mount San Jacinto and there was a lot of snow up there. Even now, there's a lot of snow and, and forecast says that it must snow again this week too. So when I was up there, I used the micro crampons. So these are not the micro spikes. These are the Nortec micro crampons, which I actually purchased in Canada. They're, I think they're only available in Canada and they can't be shipped to US, unfortunately. I don't know why. So these guys uh, are the Norwegian company designed for the sky ultra sky runners on glaciated alpine terrain mountains and everything. So I wanted to try them out. I tried them on San Jacinto Peak and guess what? They're really good. Except, you know, on slush conditions, micro crampons, micro spikes or even crampons, it doesn't matter. The slush is slippery. But when it's ice, they are great. So I think I'll stick to my micro crampons in the Sierras, get an ice axe there, bear canister, and then see how my backpack does. I really like my backpack, but depending on the weight issues, uh, as far as I don't go over 35 pounds, I don't want to change anything even in the Sierras too. So I'm pretty confident with the gear setup I started with. Uh, and just not to brag about myself to conclude this thing so when i met the two foot adventures guy in warner springs he did a gear shakedown for me actually so he looked at each and every single item that i was carrying with me and you know what he told he was like you know man honestly i've seen so many people's gear until now and yours is really dialed in you don't have much to send i have to get into the nitty-gritty of every single detail to do some shakedown for you and it might probably not be a lot except if you're willing to let go of your camera tripod and the accessories i said no i need that for my filming and photography so i'm not letting go of that instead of that i can let go of anything else so he said like there is literally nothing else to let go and he got down into my toilet kit like cut down the toilet paper a little bit and then you know uh, he just showed me how to arrange things properly in my backpack and how to make full use of the zpax art blast which was amazing i didn't know how to use the backpack until now since it was my first time it was a great thing that i sat with him and finally he just cut down some things in my adventure medical kit uh so that's that's pretty much what he did 
apart from that there was not really much to do a gear shakedown in my thing so i was i actually took a little bit pride in that i was like oh you know i it, all the research i've done all the talks i've done with my friends for hours before i started the trail was everything worth it is really worth it my pack when, when there is not last day when i'm hitch, going into the town without water without food i don't even feel like i'm wearing a backpack and that's the actually the best feeling <laughs> like i said you know the joke it's it's hilarious but that's the truth guys so yeah i think that's all pretty much so if you want a full gear list or something hit me up in instagram and you can find me there thank you bye This is Laura, and I am recording from mile 256 of the Pacific Crest Trail. I am about two and a half weeks into my through hike, and I'm just about to head into Big Bear tomorrow. So just some updates. Uh, I now have a trail name. My trail name is Carjack. And it is because I was hitchhiking with a couple of other hikers on a very cold rainy stormy day trying to get into julian from the sunrise trailhead which is not where most people go into julian and it's not a very busy road and uh, a car came by driving very slowly and, and almost didn't stop but just said oh hey guys do you want some cookies and was obviously trying to do something nice and i said um thank you but actually what we would really like is a ride into julian and he said oh um yeah no i'm just offering cookies actually and i said oh, okay, well, actually, we really need a ride into Julian. And uh, he said, oh, you know, I'm not even really going into Julian. And I said, that's fine. Just take us wherever you're going. And uh, he continued to sort of protest a bit. He said, oh, I really don't have room in my car. And I said, oh, we'll fit. <laughs> Shall we get in now? And uh, essentially just um, convinced him to let us into his car. And he did drive us not all the way to Julian, but to a place where we could get a better hitch into Julian. And, um, you know, he was he was very good natured about it. And I think I was pretty cheerful and polite about it, but it was a bit of a carjacking. And so that's my trail name, Carjack. Um, yeah, so I've already used up a big chunk of my time for this recording and I'm not um, too upset because the topic is gear and specifically gear regrets. And I will tell you before the trail, all I wanted to talk about was gear. I was reading about gear and thinking about gear and talking to everyone I could think of about gear. And since I've been on the trail, I actually, I'm kind of done with talking about gear. Um, I feel like everyone's got their own system and it's working well for them and we don't really talk about it that much and it's um it's kind of refreshing but I will tell you um that most of my gear so far has been holding up very well um I've been very happy with my kind of main choices my tent is a big Agnes tiger wall two-person tent and I love it it's um, not quite as lightweight as some of the trekking pole you know Dyneema tents but it is holding up really well we've had some terrible weather bad wind and a storm and it's held up beautifully so I've been thrilled with it I've also got an enlightened equipment quilt instead of a sleeping bag that's working really well I got a 20 degree synthetic quilt and it's been great so far and I have a 
Thermarest Neo Air sleeping pad, which is very comfortable, but I have to say my two least favorite camp chores are number one, blowing it up every night, and number two, deflating it and folding it up and rolling it up. So if I could have this comfort of that without those two particular chores, I would probably make a switch. And then um, the last big piece of gear is my uh, backpack and I have a ULA catalyst. It's a larger capacity pack. Um, I see a lot of circuits out here which is a slightly smaller pack but I've been really happy with my catalyst I find it really comfortable and um, I like being able to have a little bit of extra space for days where I'm carrying more food or um, you know I'm also looking forward to being able to put my bear canister in there comfortably so I'm quite happy with the choice that I made um, as for things that I've sent home I haven't really sent much home. I did have a pack shakedown from some ultralight hikers in Werner Springs who were lovely. And, uh, you know, I sent a couple little things. Um, my cook set, I have an MSR cook set that came with like a little plastic cup inside the pot. And I haven't actually been using that. So I sent that home and I had some bigger baskets for my trekking poles that are for snow and we have gone through a little bit of snow but I didn't need the basket so I sent those uh, forward as well to when there'll be more snow Um, and other little things like just I you know I had a few bandanas for various things that I've cut in half to save weight and you know some some little changes but um, nothing major that I've sent home and then I have bought some new things, but almost exclusively clothing. I've changed almost everything that I'm wearing. Um, I started out with a Patagonia long sleeve button up that was, I thought going to be good, but it just was so sweltering hot. It didn't breathe at all. And uh, so I switched that out for a long sleeve sun shirt, really lightweight, quick dry sun shirt, which I love. And I started hiking in a outdoor research skort, so like a skirt with like built-in shorts and the little like kind of mesh shorts that were inside were really annoying and kind of were riding up and stuff so I cut those just really carefully out and I actually bought a couple of pairs of men's boxer briefs like the kind that are for sports like they're quick dry and breathable and those have worked great so I sent my actual like women's underwear home and I'm just wearing the men's boxer briefs and those are great um and then I also bought sun gloves which I thought were kind of silly when I heard about them but I actually love them because my hands were getting fried holding my trekking poles in the desert sun and um I also switched out I was wearing the Injinji uh, toe sock liners under darn tough wool socks and I actually ended up with like a massive blister in between my toes where the seam of the Injinjis was. So I have ditched those, sent those home and I'm just using the single layer of darn tufts and it's working much better. So that's um, kind of what I'm switching, switching out and I think I'm actually also going to buy one of those silver sun umbrellas again I thought they were kind of silly before but the heat in the desert is absolutely killing me and so I think I'm going to get one of those as well when I go into Big Bear if I can or maybe Wrightwood if I can't get one in Big Bear so that's sort of it for gear um there are other people making other changes around me um one of my hiking buddies here 
seems like the biggest gear expert ever. He's he actually still is the only one who likes talking about gear. And he has switched out almost everything. He's switched out his tent. He started with a tarp and now he has a tent. He's switched out his sleeping pad and I think he's getting a new backpack in Big Bear. So, you know, there are people that are switching stuff out, but I'd say for the most part people are kind of sticking with what they started with. And uh but of course it's only two two and a half weeks in. I'm sure it'll change. But yeah, I um I'm excited to go have a zero in town tomorrow and that's pretty much it for me. So this is Carjack signing out. Have a good night. Bye. Hey, Backpacker Radio, this is Julie. Um, I still don't have a trail name. Um, I am on day 14 on the PCT. Um, I'm actually in Idlewild, California. It's mile 179. Um, Just a little update. I'm doing pretty well. Um, My body's doing good. I um, had some severe knee pain coming into Paradise Valley Cafe, and that was uh, really hard to get through, but it's a little better. And I have a couple blisters, but um, yeah, nothing really too bad so body's doing good um the trail has been amazing and gorgeous it's been really hard um the section from paradise valley to cafe to idlewild just about killed me i think the trail was trying to kill me um the thing that has been a little bit hard for me still is the social part i've just met so many amazing people but it's really hard to make like meaningful connections because everyone's still trying to kind of figure out their pace um, so you like meet someone and then they might be faster than you or, not, you know, you're faster or whatever. And I think that'll all work out, but, um, it's still, you know, just kind of working on it. Um, I do want to say though, that everyone, everyone, hikers and non-hikers has been super kind. Um, I came into Paradise Valley Cafe feeling like death and I think I looked like it. And there was this waitress who was just amazing. Like she immediately got me water. I think she could tell I was in pain. She got me a bag of ice. And I mean, I've just experienced that kind of kindness from strangers everywhere. Someone here yesterday in Idlewild, Idlewild bought my lunch yesterday. Um, it's just, it's amazing. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about um, some regrets about my gear. Um, Just to give you kind of a little background, um, my base weight uh, starting the trail was about 18 pounds. Um, My big four are the Big Agnes Copper Spur UL2. Um, I have a ULA Circuit. I have a Neo Air as my pad. And then, what am I forgetting? My tent, my pack, my, oh wait, I don't know. I have to think that through. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I have an enlightened equipment, um, 10 degree, uh, not, not the revelation, the enigma. Um, so that's kind of my bigger pieces of gear. So, um, first I'm going to talk about some of the regrets that I have regarding my gear, things that I would do different. Um, the first one is actually my trekking poles, which is a weird one that I don't think people give a lot of thought to. Um, I have the black diamond distance carbon Z ones. And the two things I don't like about it is number one, they're fixed length. So like on downhills, I can't extend them to kind of help break. So all the, all the like stress is going on my knees. Um, the reason I got those trekking poles is because number one, they were super light and number two, they fold up. And I thought those were like two really important qualities. They're not. Um, the other thing I don't like about them is the tips of them are like rounded plastic. So they don't grip as well as like the metal, you know, more alpine tips. So like on rock and snow and ice, they are like not helpful. And that's when you really need them to work. So um, I would definitely do my trekking pulls over. 
Um, the other thing that I've already replaced is I started with the Sawyer Micro um, filter, and I hate saying anything bad about Sawyer because I know they, they sponsor um, the Trex podcast. But And I love Sawyer. I've always used their filters. Um, but it was just it, it, it got really slow right away, and I could not get it to you know get back to full capacity, so it was driving me crazy. So I just bought um, a squeeze here at Nomad Ventures in uh, – in Idlewild and the bigger one. And I, I hope, you know, that solves my problems. Um, so again, I think Sawyer is a great company. I know they do lots of amazing philanthropic work, um, but the micro just did not work for me. Um, something with my quilt that I would do differently. Um, I know I told you guys before I'm bigger, you know, I'm over 200 pounds. And I, if I had to do it over again, I would get the wide quilt um, because sometimes at night when it's really cold, there's been two nights really that have been really cold. Um, it doesn't, like it gets compressed around my hips when I use the, um, straps and so like I get cold you know so if I had a wide quilt then it would go around me better um and and keep you know all of me warmer so I would definitely do that again and then the other thing is I don't it's not a regret yet um is my tent I love my tent um again I have the big Agnes Copper Spur UL2 I'm carrying the tent and the footprint that comes with it I love it it's like bomb proof it's like there's been some tremendous winds and it's just stood right through them. Um, it's, you know, it's very cozy, but it's heavy and I'm really starting to feel every ounce on the uphills. Um, a lot, we've done a lot of climbing the last two days. And so, you know, if I had to do it over again, I might probably go with something a little bit lighter. I I don't know that I'd have been, I I still don't know if I'd be brave enough to go with a trekking pole tent. Um, just because I don't know, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. So it's not a regret yet, but definitely something to consider. Um, so just real quick, I wanted to talk also about some of the things that I love with my gear. Um, I love my pack. The UL circuit, ULA circuit has fit me really well. Um, I think it's a little bit wider and less tall than some packs, and that's sort of how I'm shaped. So it, um, she, you know, it just seems to fit me well. It carries well. Um, it's been up to, I mean, there's been some big water carries where I've carried four and five liters, so I know I've been up to at least 35 pounds, and it's, it's carried pretty you know, comfortably. My, my, my shoulders really don't you know, feel it at all. So happy with my pack. Um, I'm carrying a sun umbrella, the, the Gossamer gear one. And I don't think I'd still be on trail if I don't, I didn't have it. It, um, it's just been amazing. It's, you know, protected me when the thing is, is in the desert, it's either really hot or it's windy. So when it's windy, I don't need the umbrella because the wind's keeping me cool. Um, and when it's really hot, I can, and it's not windy, I can put the umbrella up. And so it just, it's, you know, even on breaks, it's just allowed me to, you know, just get in the shade, which has been awesome. Um, the other thing, this is such a stupid thing to be excited about, but I love the wet ones and like the little package. Um, I love at night, like cleaning my feet. I think that's really important, like cleaning my legs off. And I just feel like it makes me feel like a whole person again. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of the wet ones. Um, there are a few things. My husband's actually coming out here next week and there are a few things that I'm definitely sending home with him. Um, I started with a pot and a mug. I think it's the Snow Peak titanium pot and mug and the mug's going. Um, I mean, it's been nice to have, but I definitely do not need it. Um, I think I might get rid of my stove, which I, I think is crazy. I never thought I would be like a cold soaker, but at this point I don't want hot things. It's hot anyway. I don't want to cook in the morning because I just want to get on trail. Um, so I, I think I'm going to try to the cold soaking thing. So I might send my stove home with him. Um, I brought mace with me, you know, because I don't know. I just thought it was a smart thing to do. Uh, that's going home with him. Um, he'll have to check a bag to take it home or maybe we'll just throw it away, but, uh, definitely don't need that. I have not, I've not at any point yet felt even remotely scared 
on the trail, you know, for my well-being. Um, and I definitely had too many toiletries in my pack to start. Um, I had like, I don't know, lotion and shampoo and conditioner, like little bottles. And I had, uh, body glide, which actually I'm going to keep that. That's been really helpful. Um, just a lot of toiletries that just too many, like I didn't need everything and they weigh a lot. So definitely, um, getting, I already got rid of some of those and it's, um, there will be a little bit more culling of that as well. So, um, that's how things are going guys. A little information on my gear. Um, I'm going to get back on trail this afternoon and I'm excited to keep going. All right. Have a great day guys. Thanks. Hey guys, coming at you from the same bathroom because I'm behind because I have T-Mobile and I haven't had service and I haven't had time to do this. But yeah, we are at mile 266 in Big Bear, which has been crazy. So I've been out here for about like 16 days. Um, we've taken a couple zeros. We took a zero in um, Idlewild and Julian and my service there was spotty and they were hectic um, zero. So this one's been like a business zero where I'm catching up on some stuff. So I thought I'd check in with you guys. Again, I'm Liam. I have a trail name, which is super exciting. It's Hot Take. Um, you can Urban Dictionary what a hot take is, um, but it's basically like a, a statement or claim that's kind of witty and kind of out of the ordinary, but has a lot of truth to it. So like a hot take is people who say like, my favorite flavor is grape. That's a hot freaking take, okay? I mean, I'm not saying that that's me, but like, that's what a hot take is. And I've been saying a lot of hot takes on trail. So that's how my name became a thing. Gear regrets. Let's talk about my gear. Um, I don't have any gear regrets yet. Um, I have a lot of gear choices that I would have made differently, I think, if I was to start this trail over again. I'm using the ULA circuit. Um, I probably would have gone with the Hyperlite pack um, in white. Uh, it's about the same carrying capacity. It looks a little, it's a little bit lighter. It carries the same. I just didn't know anyone who had it, so I didn't know I have any experience on it. Um, and it's $200 more expensive than the pack I bought. So I guess like, I guess I would have like budgeted better and like maybe tried to buy better gear. Um, my tent, I'm using the Big Agnes Fly Creek UL2. I'm really enjoying it. Um, again, if I would have been doing a little differently, all of my friends who are hiking with me, um, besides one, they all have tarp tents, not the actual brand tarp tent, but they have tarp style tents. And I probably would have gone with that because they're so lighter, so much lighter. Um, so I maybe would have gone with a different tent. My sleeping bag is the Nemo Banshee. It's never seen it through hiking season, so it's new. Um, it's made with the same material as the Alighton equipment. I like it so far. It has a full zip, so I am like feel like that's going to come really handy in the Sierras and on the colder nights, and it already has. Um, so I'm liking it. Um, I think it's good. I'm like I, I'm confident on that. I just hope it keep, I hope hope it keeps up. Um, I'm using the Thermarest um, Neo Air, as everyone else is, and the regular length. I really like it. Um, I'm a wide person. I'm thick, so like I, I think it's a little too narrow for me. I wish I would have gone with the new Nemo one that just came out, but again, that's a regret. But it's still working fine. Like all of my gear is working, and I feel good about it. But I would have made maybe some tweaks. But like. I've never through hiked before. I only knew like two of the people who through hiked. So like, how was I supposed to know? You know, you aren't. So that's probably what I would have done differently. But as of right now, like I feel fine about it. Like I, I like I have no regrets. But if I was to do it differently, that's probably what I would have done differently. 
Um, I was carrying my micro spikes because of Fuller Ridge and stuff like that, that people said there was a lot of snow. Um, I ended up sending them to Kennedy Meadows. I'm kind of regret, I'm like, I feel fine about sending them, but I'm nervous that um, Baden Powell is gonna be full of snow. We're in Big Bear and there's snow. Um, so I just feel like I'm a little nervous that if I summit some of these mountains, that I wish I would have had them. But again, it cuts about like, I don't know, 14 ounces off my weight. So like, so happy to get rid of those girls. Um, what else? What other questions do we have? Um, something different. That was would be my gear tweaks. Um, yeah, I guess like, oh, and obviously I talked about in the last episode, my shoes. I started with a 10 and a half. They said go as half size bigger. I'm a 10. So I was like, I got room to grow. My foot grew. I'm now a 12. And my foot grows so wide and so tall that I got blisters on the back of my heels and on my arches that are so bad. I'm currently soaking them in Epsom salt because they suck. I've had them since day three. And like the ones on my arches, I just kept ripping up the thing. So it's like become a hole. So it's been good. It's been so hard. And it's literally been the worst thing ever that I could have even imagined to have on trail. But um, they seem to be doing a lot better. And I'm getting better every day, every step I take. Every step we take. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my knee hurts a little bit, but that has nothing to do with gear. Uh, but yeah, my shoes. I would have, I just, you, you can't plan for the swelling of your feet to go up a size and a half to two sizes. So like, just buy your shoes bigger, please. I'm telling you the blisters are not worth it. You might be like, oh my God, Leon, like why would I ever? I'm telling you right now why you would. And um, you can go on the track.co's Instagram and they can also tell you why you should. I'm switching my foot in this Epsom salt, so give me a second. I have to unzip this. Um, but yeah, that's those are my gear regrets. Um, no regrets, just things I would have done differently if I were to do the trail again. But again, it's a long trail. Things could happen. I haven't sent anything home yet. I will obviously send my home my old shoes, hoping I can refit into them, but people don't think that I'm going to be able to, and I kind of agree with them in that situation. But yeah, it's it's been good. It's been real good, guys. My gear, I feel confident in. I did a lot of research, so like I knew. And I bought a lot of the stuff that other people had bought before. So I knew that it would be okay. I didn't really take risks, which I would have, I wish I would have taken risks. Like I would have bought the Nemo, the new Nemo, um, uh, sleeping pad that came out. Like I probably should have bought that and like tested it out, you know? But yeah, I'm all in all happy. Yeah, so that's me. Uh, my name's now Hot Take. So I'm gonna introduce myself as Hot Take now, which is a little different. You can obviously always follow me on Instagram at 50 Shades of Peril. I told myself I'd plug it every single episode, so it's so exciting. And yeah, I guess I'll see you guys in a couple more hundred miles. I'm going to be a lot better at this. I've just been like, with the blisters, I've been so preoccupied with a bunch of stuff, so I haven't been on top of my game here. But I will be. I promise. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Okay. Hot take. Sending off. Deuces. This is Allison. And this is Eric, aka Tropicana. Tropicana. Checking in from what mile are we on? We are just about 211. Heading north on the PCT. Um, and around us is, we just came off San Jacinto. 
Peak yep. Mountain yesterday. Beautiful we're sitting snowy. under some wind turbines right now, but it's not too windy, so we're recording. And we're heading up towards San Gregorio Peak. Yeah. So we're in the valley in between. Yep. And making some coffee right now, just taking a little break. Um, but today we're going to talk about our gear. Yeah. Um, so I felt pretty good about my gear going into this. A lot of it I had tested. Um, actually, the first time I slept in my tent was the first night on the PCT. <laughs> but I love my tent. The Nemo is great. Um, what about you? Do you feel pretty good about your gear going into this? Um, how about on the count of three, we both say our biggest gear regret at the same time. <laughs> Alright, one, two, three, shoes. shoes. <laughs> oh god, shoes. I think we, we talked about this last time, like, yeah. oh my gosh, shoes. But we've done the majority of miles in our new shoes now, which are wider, both of our shoes are wider than our previous mm -hmm. pair, and yeah. we've had a lot less foot problems, I'd say, at least me, yeah. overall. Um, and it's a lot easier to do miles with shoes that work for you. So Seriously. those are sitting somewhere not on the trail right now. So I already sent those back. Yeah. Um, yeah, we both broke down and got ultras and they're amazing. They've worked. Um, yeah. And that's coming from someone who has like more narrow of a foot than what the ultra fits. But like when you're hiking every day, all day, we talked about this a little bit last time, but it, yeah. your foot just expands. Yeah, <laughs> my feet are so much happier. Plus we both picked up insoles in Idlewild. I bought new ones and you got um, ones shipped from home. And I think those are helping as well. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd say if I were to go back, it's sort of a regret, do anything differently, I'd probably, this costs a little bit more money in the long run because you got to get smaller gear but i would move from a 50 liter pack to a 40 liter pack and just buy all the lightest smallest equipment i can to fit into the 40 liter pack because mm. at 50 liters it's like no matter what size backpack you take you're gonna fill it with something so you might as well force yourself to bring something smaller which forces yourself to be a little lighter um which is will cost more money in the long run because like the ultra ultralight stuff is more expensive but yeah when you're doing miles after miles i think it's worth it and you can start taking more water and more food so <laughs> for sure i've seen some small packs on the trail so far and i get so jealous yeah yeah those people are amazing and they're just cranking out miles it's crazy um i do want to mention that i have sent home uh my mug and like an extra pair of thermal um, long underwear that I just like didn't need. Oh, and my pack cover because it doesn't rain in the desert. So just like small things I just sent home. Yeah, and I just sent random things home from my uh, medical first aid kit because you really don't need too much on the trail out here. I sent home a book because... Well, <laughs> I knew you were going to send that yeah, home too. <laughs> my other luxury items are my camera. I have a small Sony um, RX100, which I really am glad I brought on the trail because it's nice having a small camera, and then my watercolor journal. Um, those are my two big luxury items, and honestly, they do take up some space on the pack, but I've been using both of them every day, so they've been worth it for me. Yeah. Um, um, I know, I think I've mentioned this, my sleeping bag is a constant struggle for me. <laughs> I don't know if I would prefer a quilt or not. I know two nights ago up near San Jacinto it got really cold and so my nice warm down mummy bag was amazing 
but it's just so big and bulky. So I'm still on the fence of whether a quilt is for me or not. Yeah, we'll see once we get to the Sierra because it's like a totally different ball game. Yeah, um, yeah. But my sleeping bag, I sleep a little bit warmer, and my sleeping bag is rated for like 15 or 20 degrees. And I've only had to zip it up one night so far. It's been way overkill for the desert, even yeah. though it does get pretty chilly here at night. Yeah. I just always end up waking up like covered in sweat because my sleeping bag's too hot. Seriously. So I'd probably like opt for a quilt and just something a little bit lighter, smaller. Again, yeah. more expensive probably, but something to just take up less space in the pack and be more comfortable at night at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't really know about quilts. Well, I heard about them on blogs and stuff, but I never really knew about them before getting yeah. on the trail. I've so. never slept with a quilt. I'd be curious to do that and see if it works, but I don't know. Otherwise, like, I'm pretty happy with my gear. I think I'm getting it dialed in, yeah. at least for the desert, and we'll see how to do the same thing in the Sierra. Have you had any gear failures? No, I don't think so. Everything seems to be working out well, except for the Sawyer um, little gasket. Already lost one, and I'm on my spare, yes. so... <laughs> Hang on to those. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to lose that. But otherwise, not too bad. How's all your gear holding up? Um, just a few stove problems, but that was more to do with the gas canister I was True. using it with. So yeah. I swapped that out, and it's working well. Speaking of which, my coffee's ready. Mmm, coffee. Second of the day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, but I think our biggest takeaway for gear is just the shoes. I think that was both of our biggest regrets. Yeah. Um, not yeah. thoroughly testing the shoes. and. Oh. I have something oh, for potential future PCT and CDT hikers, or Arizona Trail even. Uh, sun umbrella is super nice yeah. when it's not windy. So I've used it about half the days on trail so far, and the other half days it's just been too windy. Yeah. But when it isn't, it's so nice because it keeps you, I feel like it keeps me about like 10 degrees cooler. Yeah, it is nice. And then you have to worry less about sunscreen because you're covering up such a large area. Yeah. And it's yeah, that sun umbrella is cool. And everyone has one, too. It's, yeah. it's kind of all over you the trail. I see them coming down switchbacks. Yeah, exactly. Funny. I always know exactly where you are on the trail. I see the silver ahead, like, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll see how our gear evolves further on in the hike. I'm sure yeah. some things will change in the Sierra. I think I might bring an extra layer for that. But I'll probably get my thermals back. We'll see. Yep. Um, I think that's all I have for now. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. All right, until next time. Happy trails. Hey there, everybody. It's Angie um, reporting from the PCT in Idlewild, California. Um, got to Saddle Junction at about 179 and headed down Devil's Slide to take some rest and resupply and, you know, was hoping to meet the mayor, but that didn't happen today. So uh, we're at the campground having a really lovely evening talking to other people. And uh, I guess before I get into gear, which is what this is all about, I want to report that I have been given a trail name. And it is Siren. Um, I like to sing, especially when I'm having a hard time, you know, going uphill or something. It uh, helps me focus. So I like to sing. And, and so um, Siren it is. I tried it out for a couple days because 
I don't know, I've, I've sort of noticed that people sort of are given names and they're like, oh, I don't know about that, or they love it right away. Um, but <laughs> upon introducing myself to people as Siren, some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> they don't even know why, but apparently it um, has something to do with the Greek mythology of um, mer people luring the sailors to die on the rocks. <laughs> with song so anyway siren it is um and anyway so so gear here to talk to you about gear um here we go <laughs> uh i promised to do a gear list before i left and i never did that so i've been meaning to do it on trail now that things are sort of shaken down a little bit um i think like a lot of people i researched and obsessed over it um before i left i did shakedown hikes i did so many things um but i knew that getting out here would be what really needed to happen. Um, so here we go. Uh, my big three, uh, my sleeping system is almost amazing. Uh, I have a Parsec 20 by Thermarest and I love it. Um, I absolutely love it. I was, um, I was one of the finalists for the Badger sponsorship. And so I was, um, going to get a Hyperion from them, but they were out of them. Um, and in speaking with one of the representatives from Thermarest, um, decided that the Parsec was actually better for me because of the warmth factor. And he was so right. I'm so glad that I made that decision. It's a little bit heavier, uh, but everything in my bag is a little bit heavier. So, um, uh, it's the sleeping bag has been great. Um, I also have the Thermarest Uberlight, which has also been great. It takes a little bit of time to blow up, um, but it doesn't make me lightheaded. And uh, unfortunately, a couple of days ago, it's it started deflating during the night, um, and I can't find the leak. I'm working with them about it, but um, yeah, it's deflating. So hopefully, I get that worked out. Um, I also have a Cedar Summit pillow that is deflating, which is also a bummer. Um, but again, you know, wake up, blow it up. It's fine for now. Uh, I am carrying a double sleeping pads. Um, I'm also carrying a Z-Lite. Uh, I did that because I was really afraid of being too cold. Um, but as it turns out, the Z-Lite has been really fantastic for um, like daytime stuff. I actually cut a couple of panels off to be a, se- a seating pad. And um, I can just take the take it off my pack when we stop, and it, it's great. Um, it's really good for daytime siestas. <laughs> uh, my pack that I'm carrying is the Osprey Viva 65-liter women's pack, and um, I really love the pack. It fits me really well. It's very adjustable, uh, but I was you know, trying to cut weight as much as possible before I left, and I tried. I really wanted the, the Mariposa by Gossamer Gear to work. It was a whole two pounds lighter. Um, but I got the medium and it didn't quite fit me well. And I did a shakedown hike with it and it killed my shoulders, like hurt my shoulders in a way I've never experienced on, on a hike before. And it was really short. So I ordered the large thinking that would solve the problem. And it was just too big for me. They couldn't reduce the torso size. And, um, so, so I think I'm in between and it just didn't work for me. Um, I need, I need a heftier waist belt to put the weight into my legs. Um, and in case you can't hear, I am standing outside the bathrooms <laughs> at this campground because I don't want to be disrespectful to the people sleeping. So sorry about that. Um, but I love the pack. It's super adjustable. I can distribute weight how I need to. Um, it's got this quick, uh, you know, you can sort of 
store your trekking poles really quickly on the front of the pack while you're walking and I love that feature um, it's probably one of my favorite things um let's see what else um oh another thing I've heard from a lot of people is that the uh the um back pad inside the mariposa holds sweat uh and so sitting on it then becomes problematic because you just get everything sweaty so that's been a common common report um about that pack and then on my tent i have the big agnes tiger wall too and i love it um, it's super easy to set up i was a little concerned about it being semi freestanding but it's been no problem to um, stake it's it's been no problem at all um, if the ground is too soft i've been able to find rocks and i've only busted one of my little cords uh, with a rock so far so uh yeah big agnes tiger wall too so far i love it uh let's see some other gear okay uh sun protection is really important for me because i'm a a ginger and uh i mean there's there are two shades of color in my life and that's pale pale white almost see-through or lobster red and i knew that going into this so um i bought a uv umbrella from montbell and it's super packable super light worked really well for the first couple of days um but at the slightest gust of wind it busted in the first week so um so I'm I've sent it back they're sending me a new one but I've gone without it for a little over a week and it's been rough it makes a huge difference I have hiked with it both in the rain and in the sun um, and it makes a huge difference in both Uh, the only thing I would change about that besides durability is the length of the handle if you want to do it hands-free it's so close to your head um so I've seen a couple of the Gossamer gear umbrellas out here, and those ones are pretty fantastic. They're almost equally as light, uh, but they seem much more durable. So um, I think that's what I would have done if I would have known. Uh, but basically, I need the umbrella, and I've learned that I need to hike in pants because sunblock just doesn't do it. I was wearing um, SPF 100 for the first few days, hiking in shorts, and... Um, and I, I don't, I don't know if it's sun poisoning or heat rash or what I was experiencing, but my legs basically turned purple and I got blisters and I got a rash and, um, my legs were on fire. So, which made it kind of difficult to sleep. And so I said goodbye to the shorts and started hiking in pants and now my skin is much happier. Um, and some other stuff. I use a Vargobot, uh, pot and it's fantastic. Um, it took me a while to find what I was looking for. I knew I wanted a pot that I could also cold soak in. And I had a really wonderful person at REI lead me to the Vargobot. Um, and it's been great. The seal is great. I've been able to cold soak while I walk. Um, and I even made a little pot cozy for it. And so I can bring stuff to a boil and then close it up and put it in the pot cozy and it'll keep cooking. So Vargobot is awesome for those two things. Um, almost everybody out here uses smart water bottles like exclusively um but i'm using a combination of smart water water bottles and an osprey um water bladder because i i can't access my side panels very easily in my backpack to pull water bottles out so i prefer to just have the the hose from the bladder right there and i don't have to stop and drink when i'm walking and it works pretty well i just can't measure where my water's at in the bladder without taking things out to see it. That's the only downfall for that. Um, but so far so good. 
um, filtration. I got a Sawyer Micro as part of the Badger sponsorship, and in my shakedown hikes, it worked really well, but I was also using essentially filtered water through a filter, and once I got out here and was using it on river water or streams with sediment in it, it basically stopped working entirely. It didn't matter how much I backflushed it. I had other people try to see if I was just doing it wrong. Um, I busted one of my bags, you know, pressing too hard. Uh, so I ended up sending that home and getting a mini. And so far that's been fine. But, uh, a very common, um, complaint is the O-rings on the minis are not, they don't work well. You have to get the, the filter screwed on just right for it not to leak. Uh, but it, but it works a lot better than the micro. So, um, my shoes that I'm wearing are the Ultra Lone Peak 4 Mids, I think they're called. They're the taller ones. I wanted a little bit of extra ankle support. Um, and I wore them for a couple weeks before I came out here. And in day-to-day -day life, they're really freaking comfortable. I got them and I was like, this is like walking on a cloud. Um, but I, I, you know, I had to, I had to order them. I ordered them online and when I got them they were too small and then I ordered a half size up and got those and they were still too small so I'm a full size up from what I wear every day and my basic observation is I think that my feet are not shaped the way that the shoe is constructed which is something I mentioned in a previous um, episode uh, I mentioned, you know, going down into Hauser Creek, I could feel the rub in my, in my shoes and I was afraid I was getting blisters and I didn't the first couple of days, but then sure enough, um, I got blisters right on the balls of my feet and they were extremely painful and extremely difficult to deal with. And we took a zero in Warner Springs and they healed up pretty well. So, um, I truly just think that my foot isn't shaped the way those shoes are made. And so they're a little bit too big and I'm tying them as tight as I can tie them while still being comfortable. Um, but the reason that I got these shoes is because I have an issue in my foot. I think it's a neuroma in my left foot. And so anything that's too tight causes me a lot of pain. Um, but the other thing about these shoes is because there's so much space in the toe box, I'm tripping on so many things. Uh, I just don't feel like I have any control in my toes, uh, which is problematic when so much of this trail is walking on rocks. Um, that and the sole is very soft, so you need some time to sort of break your feet in. <laughs> um, uh, I'm getting used to them. They're getting easier to walk in, but I'm still tripping a lot, and I don't like that. Um, and I haven't decided yet whether or not I want to keep wearing these once they wear out or if I want to go into my last Sportivas, but that's my, that's my issue with them on trail. Uh, I did end up picking up a pair of Injinji liners at uh, Two Foot Adventures in Warner Springs, and they've helped a lot. I think just having a little bit of, you know, extra sock in there to take up space, as well as just preventing rubbing, it's better. Uh, you know, I tried Leukotape on my blisters, and they... I gotta say, like, there's so much hype around Leukotape, and it has done nothing really but make my blisters worse, because it doesn't stay in place for me. Um, and then what's happening is the tape is bunching up in my sock, 
and I think it actually caused a few blisters. So I've given up on Leukotape and, um, I've tried, I've tried like blister band-aids and that stuff didn't work. And I think the best thing for me is to cover it with KT tape. I'm KT taping my knees just for extra support. And it's been staying on for five to six days at a time. Um, and so I started putting it on my blisters and it stays the best out of everything I've tried. So KT tape for the win with blisters. Um, I guess some other things that are just basic and work and yep, love them. I've got my dirty girl gaiters. I've already had to fix the Velcro and I did it very crudely. I hand sewed it. So something tells me I'll be ordering a new pair of those pretty soon. Um, I've got a mountain hardware ghost whisperer puffy and I love it. Uh, I did already have to patch something. I sort of camped in like in a tree <laughs> the other day and it just... <sighs> probably funny to watch but was very stressful to try to set up camp and just being poked at by this dead tree um but it's a fantastic jacket and it's cold uh it's super warm and super light so um i dig it um yeah the only stuff that i've sent home are i sent home my original pair of shorts it was just an rei pair of shorts that um they did have a drawstring cord but it's after wearing them for a few hours they had stretched out so much um, that they were really annoying to walk in. Um, and that was part of my, you know, I've got thick legs and I need, I can't wear girl shorts. Girl shorts are too short. Um, and I found these and I thought that they were perfect and I, I was wrong. So I actually had, um, I had my sister send out a, uh, just a pair of like legging shorts like yoga shorts that have pockets in addition to a pair of sleeping pants because I was trying to cut weight I took my sleeping pants out of my bag and just was like well I'm gonna be smelly no matter what so so I sent them home and then I it's all I wanted was pants to sleep in so she sent me just it's just like a cheap pair of leggings and it's been I've slept so well since I've had them so um yeah, I think that's the basics. Like, there's so much more. Obviously, this is already turning into a really long thing. But, you know, that's my experience with all this gear. You know, it's there's a lot of chatter about gear on trail. People ask questions about your pack and how heavy it is and all these things. And it's, everybody's everybody prefers something different. Um, I would have to say, though, the one thing that I've seen is that if anybody was out here hiking in sandals, they quickly put shoes on. <laughs> Um, because it's, it's tough to walk out here in sandals. So, uh, that's my preliminary gear shakedown. I also love my Z-Packs food bag. That seems to be a constant as well. Um, and my Sea to Summit long camp spork, which was a last minute change and I'm glad I did it. Uh, yeah. So if there was a way to make food and water lighter, I think I'd be all set. <laughs> um, oh, and a little bungee cord. I packed a little bungee cord just in case, and I'm super glad I did because that's what, what I've been able to hold my umbrella up with when I had my umbrella. Uh, yeah. So that's where I'm at so far. Um, I did laundry for the first time today in a really, really long time, like actual laundry, not like bucket laundry. And it's like, it's like the best day ever. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, from Idlewild, this is Siren signing out. Until next time.
What's up, everybody? This is Dosu checking in from Grants, New Mexico. It is day 15, and I am enjoying my zero day here at the Sure Stay Hotel. Uh, I have been sitting in this hot tub and decided to record my podcast from inside the hot tub because this is how I love spending a zero day. Today I'm talking to you about any kind of gear regrets that I have. Uh, So far I haven't had any gear regrets. Everything seems to be working out pretty well. I did forget my tent in a friend's car, so started off a little bit lighter, but luckily it didn't rain till I got it in Silver City. Uh, my sleeping pad was leaking on day one. I patched it up in Lordsburg, and here in Grants, I got a replacement from Nemo and mailed back the old one. So, so far, so good with that. The pad's pretty comfortable. It's not very noisy. So, I've been getting pretty good night's sleep since I was able to patch that up. Um, going forward, hopefully, don't have any more issues with that sleeping pad. I did have to replace my old Sawyer Squeeze filter. It had been through two through hikes, and I don't think I cleaned it well enough in between. It was filtering really slow, and these ponds out here, these cow ponds, they clog it up pretty quick, so I've been working on cleaning it every time I get into a new town. So far, my gear list seems to be going pretty good. Uh, The only things that I've had to send back home were my uh, long underwear bottoms. My onesie keeps me pretty warm. Um, Gonna be heading up to Mount Taylor, so we'll see if I regret sending those back or not. As we get into Colorado, I can always get them shipped back to me. I was carrying a solar panel, but I am getting into town so much faster than I thought I was going to be that I just decided to put that in my bounce box. I think the only tweaks that I would make if I went back in time to when I was getting ready would be I would have bought a new Sawyer filter instead of just trying to use my old one. Um, But for the most part, everything seems to be working out pretty well. Pretty happy with my onesie. It is super cozy. A lot of times I'll throw it on when it just starts to get a little bit chilly and start hiking with it when it's uh, cold in the mornings and it's great for walking around town in too. I was pretty confident going into the CDT with my current gear and it's worked out pretty well but that was going through the desert sections. I'm going to be hitting Mount Taylor and then heading in towards Colorado. A lot of my friends have been heading into REI in Santa Fe to pick up more cold weather gear. Some of you are even getting snowshoes to tackle the San Juans. Uh, So far I have no feelings like I need to buy new gear or pick up snowshoes. I'll be getting my micro spikes in Sharma and uh, seeing what it uh, is going to take to get through Uh, tomorrow. Mount Taylor is going to be a good indication of what kind of temperatures I'm going to be experiencing a little bit further north as that's an 11,000 foot mountain. Uh, Besides that, everything seems to be going well. So since I don't have much exciting info to report, I will go back to soaking in this hot tub, and I will talk to you all later. This is Dosu signing out.
What's up? This is Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? And I am in Pie Town, New Mexico. And guess what? There is a lot of pie here. I'm uh, just over two weeks into my Continental Divide through hike. And I've just finished off a, a big stretch in the Gila wilderness. So, gear. I've done most of the AT and the PCT and a whole bunch of other trails. So I have my gear list pretty much dialed in, but there's always room for improvements. When I arrived in Lordsburg, I received my uh, CDTC goodie bag that you get for booking their shuttle, which includes uh, a really cool uh, Cuban fiber stuff sack and a bandana and some other stuff like a waterproof phone holder, which is great. I like this stuff, but I don't want to carry it. So I put it all in my bounce box. Uh, now, if you're uh, American, you would have this stuff mailed to your house. But as I was Canadian, I had to pick it up in Lordsburg. So I have that extra gear in my bounce box. Uh, I haven't sent anything home, uh, everything I've been using. I have had some gear failures. Well, my gear's been wearing out over the last few years. For example, uh, two zippers on my tent stopped working. Uh, the purple shirt that I wear got ripped up to hell. A little bit of that was in Israel. A lot of that was in the boot heel on thorny bushes, as well as uh, crawling under the barbed wire fences. And the zipper on my rain skirt was also totally messed up. So when I was at Silver City Trail Days, uh, Ron from Six Moon Designs was super nice and he spent quite a bit of time sitting in his van sewing up all my stuff. And that has really like saved me because if I tried to to do that with a needle and thread, it would not hold. It, it needed some professional sewing machine help. Um, my tights that I'm hiking in, uh, have just developed a big hole. Uh, I've been just walking with the big hole for the last few days, but I think today I'm, I'm going to finally sew that guy up. And, um, I, the only thing new that I've picked up is a six moon design, uh, mini umbrella because the sun here is brutal. So in Silver City, I got one of those and it's been helpful on the last few, uh, road walks in the blazing sun. And it's something I really wish I started the boot heel with. If I could go back and do the boot heel again, I would definitely bring a sun umbrella because as soon as you have that thing popped open, uh, you just feel so much more comfortable and, uh, you feel like you can you can have some more enjoyable miles walking. Uh it has been a lot colder than I've expected. Last few nights, it's been freezing. So people who have left their water bottles outside their tents have woken up to uh, ice in their bottles. Everybody has to sleep with their filter to make sure that doesn't break down. And I'm using the Neo Air Uber Light. That's the new Neo, Neo Air blow up one. It's color blue. And it's only really meant for summer camping, not for three season or, you know, this is below freezing. So at night, I am suffering just a little bit. I'm a little bit cold. Um, I'm making do because my quilt, I think, is warm enough to kind of overpower my uh, lack of insulating material underneath me. But I'm really thinking about switching out that Uber light for um, a different Neo Air that I own that's a little bit warmer. So a uh, yellow one or my um, X-Therm. 
And um, other than that, uh, everything has been pretty good with my gear. And uh, oh, oh, my my food bag got ripped up. So that I've been using just a plastic bag, but I've ordered this colorful Cuban fiber one that's a little bit expensive, but it has all different colors and it's multicolor. So at least every time I take off my take out my food, I'll smile when I see it. So my colorful food bag is something new that I've ordered that is on the way and I'll be able to pick that up in uh, Cuba, not Cuba, the Caribbean country, but Cuba, New Mexico. Well, I hope they have some good Cuban food in Cuba. That would be great. Anyhow, uh, time for me to go get some breakfast pie. So this is Sarah Duma saying, uh, live long and prosper. So say we all. And that concludes today's show. In our next episode, we'll get a peek inside our hikers' food bags to learn what they're eating, both on and off trail, and how their cravings and appetites have changed. If you enjoy the show, we'd be very grateful for a review on iTunes. This goes a long ways to getting the word out to others who share your enthusiasm for the trail. Also, don't forget to subscribe to ensure you don't miss future episodes. Today's show was edited by our guy, Polly Boy Shellcross, who is also the genius behind these tasty tracks. You can keep up with the show on Instagram at Trail Correspondence, on Twitter at TheRecordPod, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Trail Correspondence. You can also get a hold of us via email at podcast at the Signing off for now. Happy hiking.